Hello, dear listeners. This is Sasha. And I just want to warn you about this episode. It was recorded before the scandalous, revealing interview between Oprah and Harry and Meghan. So keep that in mind and enjoy the episode. Shut up. I love it. Shut up, I love it. I am Joe Cabello. I am Sasha Feiler, and we're here at Shut Up, I Love It to talk about something underrated or someone underrated or maybe rated enough but underappreciated or underloved. You I think you could just give the usual spiel. I think you're really setting the <laughs> I'm audience trying up to set it up way too much. Well, guys, you know what? Joining us today... This is kind of complicated, but she was born in Brooklyn, New York, attended Columbia Law School and served as an associate justice of the Supreme Court of the United States from 1993 what? until her death in September 2020. Welcome, Elizabeth Kindra. Baron Kindra, should I say that? Is that the full name? That's the full name. I. <laughs> here's the thing. Um, did it really say the death of in 2020? Here's the thing. I have a, an assistant, Travis, who puts this shit together for me. I apologize. He's a, he's a real airhead. I don't pay him, of course, oh but... Uh, well, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't we're now, suggest to We're him. now hiring Joe. If you want to put an application in, I, I guess I'm hiring for an assistant. Um, so I, I apologize for that, guys. We could use this as a loose interview. Uh, okay. for the for the All position right. perhaps uh but yeah good to find out you're not dead <laughs> no no i <laughs> but supreme first supreme court justice in our on our podcast i have to say to to say i attended law school i mean i've been in a law school before mm -hmm. i mean it's not we're not out of the realm of possibility mm -hmm. here so mm -hmm. you've been inside one inside one and then outside of uh, one i i said i attended right. one. attended yes i i yes yes i, I was inside <laughs> one. what a lawyer's wording <laughs> i would say it's a very very tricky they run in my family oh uh, so that's that's impressive that you know i mean just the, the world of the world of law is missing out is all i have to say currently that's what i would say too i would say too. yes <laughs> elizabeth baron kendra what are you here <laughs> to really talk about and shut up I love it about. I shut up and love it about Queen Elizabeth, the HRH, the longest running monarch in our history, Queen Elizabeth II. Wow. Okay. The real deal, not the movie or whatever, TV, the TV show that's on Netflix about her. Not the crown. We're not talking about the crown. I can get into the whole dynasty, the monarch, the everything, but we're talking about when all the the trees hit the top it's queen elizabeth <laughs> so they go from the bottom up not the other way around <laughs> well how yeah. i got introduced was from the bottom to the top it's but you know here we are different here type are. of yeah. family tree but so this is the one that's living right now just for the people who don't know mm -hmm. this is the queen that you see uh she did a youtube broadcast during the pandemic yes Early she's on the money mm -hmm. right right okay tiny little thing who's like 94 years old right now He's a tiny little thing. She's, I mean, she's still kicking, man. She has her wits about her. And I think Prince Philip, her husband, 
Prince Philip is even, I think, almost going to be a hundred this year. Oh, he's still around. See, I, I'm the, I'm like a clean slate girl. Yeah. Like I'm just, I'm taking it all in and learning. Oh, let me. It. Don't worry about it. Sit back and relax. <laughs> I'll tell you everything about it. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, the, part of this, I was excited about this because I really don't know much about any of that. Even though your um, partner, right, Andy, Joe, she lived. Yeah, she, she lived, lived in, in London, London for, a for a while, but she doesn't talk about the royal family. If she does, I might zone out. I promise I won't today. Um, I think it's different when... Uh, is she from England or is she... Uh, she's an American who got transplanted American to. transplant, yeah. I, I think the, the problem with um, that is we as Americans have no idea how to wrap our head around uh, this monarch. How, mm -hmm. how to understand kings and queens and this is a different kind of celebrity that has has a lineage of the divine right to where god said you are put in this position to serve your country you by god were put in this position to serve your country and it's duty over everything else and the amount of wealth and the amount of um, resources they have and everything else it's it's beyond our comprehension to understand it and i think a lot of people do sort of just say i i don't like it i, I don't understand what mm -hmm. it is and I, and rightfully so but you rightfully understand so. it because you are indeed right now wearing a tiara and, and hold on you guys more. didn't even see i have <laughs> queen elizabeth's queen shirt, shirt on right on. now and apparently like a very special ring tell us about the ring i have a i have the it's a it's not it's a fake okay. but it is the uh princess diana engagement ring when she was engaged to charles in whatever 1980 something and uh that very much speaks to me in a, in a weird way i i like wearing that jewelry and it's also the one that kate uh middleton has mm. who who she wears very controversial because didn't Diana tell me, did, did I catch it right at some point in my life? Diana had a bunch of beef with the current subject of the podcast, didn't she? Or she never so, did? So, the current... Oh, uh, Queen, Queen Elizabeth. So, okay, so here, here's the thing. <laughs> I don't know why I said it in such a complicated way. Let, let's, let's start from the very beginning. Let's start, go all the way we're back. Jumping, <laughs> we're jumping to Diana too quickly, I think. So... You lead um, us. I you lead us. Think, I think the reason Queen Elizabeth is so polarizing is that uh, she was, first of all, she was um, coronated at 27 years old. I mean, what were you doing at 27 years old? Uh, I, I was banging guys in my were? 20s in like I think I was apartments. just done banging yeah. them. Like I was wrapping up on okay. the banging and right. this is about when I met my current husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's um, a shithead time. <laughs> It was, it was like to to lead a to lead a country, let alone you know mm -hmm. be like head of the Church uh, of England and all this stuff. It's like it, it just boggles my mind. Um, however, she's also been uh, kind of behind. People say that she uh, was behind Princess Diana's death, mm. which is a little. I, I don't know if I believe that. Uh, she didn't let her sister marry the love of her life because he was a divorcee. Mm. 
that ended up not doing so well. But I think she really did, um, and I don't know if I said this before, but she really did sacrifice herself and a lot of people around her for the duty, <laughs> quote unquote, of England. I'm serious. So herself and, and other people. <laughs> yeah, seriously, seriously. I think the happiness and lives of other people around her, she really did sacrifice. And her sacrifices were their sacrifices. And, you know, I, I think when you are in that sort of power, there's um whether you're male or female i think any decision that you make is always going to be criticized mm -hmm. so there we are mm -hmm. wow um so people either don't care for her right because they're just mm -hmm. like oh royal family it's not an american thing we don't have that in america i don't care about that right. or they're aggressively say that she's a murderess, right? And uh, Yeah, she's part of like a QAnon style conspiracies. Right. Even right of Before like Before there was QAnon. Yeah, like yeah. A, a, the adrenochrome, I believe people say she and her people drink it. Mm -hmm. So Right. There's like there is that. There's a lot of hatred. Do you think it's in a very so in our blood as Americans to uh like hate anything with the queen or king because I mean, of the history? Ob obviously, I, I would think so, because, I mean, we were a country that sort of wanted to depart from all of that. And then also, um, we, I, I think we as Americans are such a melting pot of people that we're like, anybody can be anybody here. And we don't I think the whole, and not to get too like historical or political, but I think the whole idea of the founding fathers was that we don't have a king, we have a president and nobody can ever rule us forever. And here's the thing, she, uh, m much like uh, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, is in a position until she dies. She is the queen. Mm -hmm. The, mm -hmm. There's no, there's no getting around it. There's no, you know, th this is her position until she dies. This is a, a lifelong time, term of duty. But I think as we as Americans don't understand that concept, because also we have celebrity. We don't, we don't need to have that. We have presidents. We change them up every year or every four years, and it, it's, it's that sort of thing where we know that there's something else behind uh, the, the next term whereas the english people they really respect the sovereign um and it's something that they're brought up with and if i'm being honest she has been the most consistent figure probably in most people's lives uh talking about almost 70 years um and to think about how many generations have known her as the head of the country because she just managed to live that long, right? Because it, it is like for good, yeah, and then she just managed absolutely. to live that long. Those are two things that happened to her. Oh God, Sasha! I mean, knock on wood, we should all. We should all. Live, but does it? And, and who's next? Mm -hmm. Who's next? Who's next if who's she first, dies? Yeah, first tomorrow, God forbid. Pr Prince Charles is next, mm. and then what people are asking for is that he abdicates and lets Prince William, who is his son, us. Uh, start kind of like the new monarch 
like the 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 uh, wind uh, like a breath of fresh air kind of thing and it's probably annoying to queen elizabeth to listen about it right like dude uh, like, i i don't know. quite honestly Sasha, i don't think she cares you she don't think so she, she, she just she just wants to eat those biscuits she just wants the biscuits she just wants to eat biscuits she wants to play with her dogs <gasps> she, she just dogs I, I just she is an animal uh, lover. She's already like she has going had, oh, corgis. She has had over thirty corgis. <laughs> I will have you know, corgis are very. Yeah, she's corgis not- are very like difficult breed. Like they're the most cutest like breed ever, but they're, they're very adorable. difficult and they have a lot of like no 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 personality. So it, I can't I'm imagine sure like do. handling thirty corgis is pretty challenging. I bet they're like fire signs like her. They're like a little snappy, like a little bitchy, <laughs> but you know they'll they'll get the job done. They're like, yeah, if you want me to beg for it, I'll do it. It's like, whatever. Um, but she actually, it's a funny um, story that she snuck a corgi onto her honeymoon. Mm. Like <laughs> she, she just wanted a dog. With I mean, corgis are freaking like, have the cutest butts. If you guys want to stop yeah. for a second, look at corgis butts and then come back. I'm not going to blame you. Just keep coming. It, it might enhance the experience. Yeah absolutely they they look like they shouldn't be like the way they are I, like it's i don't know natural. what sort of like n- no it, it's it, nothing that should have occurred in nature no. but they're cute nonetheless they're cute. so, so. <laughs> um and i th- i think you've kind of set up a bit of where this stands as far as a shut up i love it category but if you could distill it down why did you bring uh, queen elizabeth the second to defend what do you think it is is it a misunderstood misrepresented Reviled. Here's the thing. I have never been to England. Um, I do want to go. Um, But from what I gain from like just pop culture and listening to interviews and stuff like that, I think there, I think she, I said it before, I think she is a polarizing figure who really might be misunderstood just in the sense that there were decisions that she had to make to keep order in the country like kill and the princess like kill a princess (laughs) um and uh just make sure she patted the deck that you know she wasn't in line for the next uh (laughs) turn but also i think when you're in a position that that's where you're like that i think she had she was a little cold mm. uh, i'll be honest i think her emotional iq was not quite there i i think in the crown they they do a really good job about explaining how she treated charles and why he was that way and um her uh relationship with her husband and also that dynamic of being a queen when your husband isn't anything uh when he doesn't feel like he has uh, some sort of um, stakes in uh, royalty or the monarch or anything like that. Um, but also at the same time, she was kind of a feminist in, in many ways, um, and we'll get into that too. But I, I think it, it's just uh, people people don't always know what to do with a woman in charge. Right. And uh, she sometimes was um, blamed for being the bad guy a lot. And I think she just took it on the chin and was like, if that's how it has to be, it has to be. But here's my ruling and this is how it's going to be. It's hard for me to really um, imagine her like in her prime, aside from like if I start watching Crown and start like believing it, like it's Mm -hmm. a real historical accuracy thing. 
because I, I I only know of her as already like sort of existing as the symbol of monarchy mm-hmm. and and not like an active participant in the government, which I don't even know if she was a partic- a participant in the government. Can you can you tell me like if when she was younger she had more or it was always the prime minister and she's just there to look pretty? Yeah, no, she wasn't there to look pretty. I, I think she had a lot of uh, clout and she had a lot of um, persuasion with the prime ministers. I mean, think about how many prime ministers she's probably met in her life. She's met 10 presidents in her life, if we're putting it that way. Um, and I think she, they sort of came to her with, this is our agenda. She would say either no or yes. And they kind of had to go with that. Um, and I'm, I'm telling you, like, Winston Churchill mm-hmm. would R. have P. to... Yeah, R. Friend R. of the show. And friend of the show. And uh, Maggie Thatch, mm. you know, RIP too. But they would go to her with their complaints or their issues or whatever was on the docket for the day, their agenda. And it, it was sort of up to her to decide what was... Uh, what she deemed... Appropriate or... Appropriate and, and what... Right. And uh, they kind of just had to go with it. Mm. And I can't imagine the weight of that on your shoulders and also how kind of cunning that the prime ministers had to be to sort of uh, like, you know, uh, talk her into something or or maybe not. I don't I don't know. Uh, To be a fly on the wall, I suppose. Right. But um Sorry, what was the question again? I don't know if it's a question. I think it's just us uh, having a good time at this point. Part of the government. Yeah, I I think she's more of just a figurehead and somebody that, yeah, that everybody, um, not everybody, sorry, that um, England or the UK uh, has grown up with respect for. You respect them. and they're not always, you know, uh, pushing bills across like the, you know, the, the floor of the government, but they are there as kind of an institution. Yeah. Elizabeth, do you think, well, first of all, did you ever as a little girl buy into, and I don't want to say buy into, but I already did, buy into the whole yes. princess, princess story that they sell to little girls in at least in this country i don't know about other countries not in not in russia um unfortunately yeah i i was a big uh snow white fan Mm -hmm. and i don't think it was because she was the princess who fell asleep and the boy had to come and kiss her i think it was because uh by that time this was before like little mermaid there was only one brunette princess oh yeah no i get that and I associated, I, I understood her. Like, I'm, I have brown hair. I, I just, Very I was like, brown oh, hair, may I add. Thank you. Oh my God. So, I was just waiting for some joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interviewing for your assistant. I don't want to br- cross borders. Oh, that, okay. Uh, All right. Yes. Like, you're getting those references. I hope, <laughs> right. I, I need three by the end of the day. Um, but anyways, it was just, I think it was because she had brown hair and I had brown hair and I was like, there was like Cinderella and, um, Princess Aurora and all that, all the other princesses that had blonde hair. And I was like, hello, like, yeah. Um, representation matters. 
yeah into that it does it really it really shapes us as a child mm -hmm. like and we don't really understand that until like we're older and we go oh okay. yeah um but uh that sleepy bitch she mm -hmm. i mean i loved her i i loved her so yeah. much yeah very inactive but you know memorable you know she took care of seven guys i mean at the end of the day okay. let's be honest and had to like ward off an evil witch okay like yeah yeah i i think i think there's something to be said because <laughs> i was gonna make the parallel with two inactive bitches that you're in love with her and queen elizabeth <laughs> not the most active it's characters if we were to just generally write a pilot about them how dare, how dare you dare how dare well you i don't you know again i i'm just going to express maybe that's a good uh, segue to express uh, for joe and i our opinions on uh, queen elizabeth at this point at this that. point i would love that i don't have one like i don't i'm one of those people who's like i don't know i guess she's cool i don't know like i i don't have strong feelings i don't follow royal family uh, my only excitement about the royal family was when former guest of the podcast, uh, Gabe Mountain, shout out, definitely fan and friend of the show. He was like, um, in high school, he was friends with Meghan Markle. And so, like, he told some stories about how they went to... Okay. Yeah, N yeah no comment. No comment. Okay. Oh, oh, my God. All right. So, that was my only excitement. And But yeah. I... Um, but I wonder, Elizabeth, like I look at you and I think, I know, I know, I know what's going on. I know that you are a daughter of immigrant parents who come from yes. Europe, from Romania, mm -hmm. may I say. Yep. So very, yep. Um, so, and it is interesting to me that you've never been to England. I was there for like three days. So I, to me, like I was in England for three yeah. days. I don't know much about it. But um, do you think one of the ways you feel for her is because it's like she has a little bit of qualities or maybe some backstory or just something about it that you can connect with because you described her as a um, woman who uh is a strong woman who um is has let, let me just say it you have an authoritative um and also um like an intelligent person's vibe you're also very elegant mm. you have the britishness in you even though you've never been there like there's certain things about like if you were Thank holding you. a little cup of tea i'd be like of course of course she's <laughs> holding a little cup of tea and eating that biscuit i will get you everywhere sasha oh but you God. know and so and so and i also see how um the way you carry yourself and uh I, I, like you know look people think sometimes i'm a bitch but for you i think maybe people sometimes think you might come off cold until they get to know you and they're like she's the most hilarious person i've ever met do you course, think there's certain things that you recognize that same representation like you know like like well there's this woman out there you know that maybe is being you know going through something in a different level that i sometimes have to go through because i have those uh, role models in my life how do you feel about yeah, this? Yeah, actually, no, 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 I, well, first of all, thank you so much for the compliments. Mm -hmm. um, and your check's in the mail. Oh. Uh, I've already told Travis <laughs> to send it, so, you know, that that's going to take, please. <laughs> um, he, he probably wrote it in hieroglyphics anyway. But here's the thing. I think Queen Elizabeth, I think, was a victim of circumstance. And I say that uh, because she was not supposed to be queen. Um, the only reason she is queen was because her uncle, uh, oh God, Edward, hold on, I have my notes here. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's okay. Her, her, um, her uncle Edward was married to a divorcee at the time. Oh, 
and we're talking in the 30s, Wallace Simpson. And because that happened, they had to, he had to abdicate from the throne. And so the King's Speech, Love. I don't know if you know that movie, uh, George VI became king because Edward abdicated. And George VI is Elizabeth's father. Wow. And so she was never really supposed to be in the line of this monarch. Um, and I think when you are, I think it was like uh, like 10 or 11 years old, when you're thrust upon this and you're being groomed now to be the queen, mm, yeah. your childhood, your adolescence, mm -hmm. your everything makes it, it's a little more rigid and you don't get to have the fun that you used to have or you could have if you were just a royal with no title or with a title but just like with no responsibility that'd be something like when and you were in the in law school where you don't really want to be in the law school and then you realize i'm a comedy writer and that's exactly what it is except for me it was med school med it school. wasn't law right. school but i know it was one of the school, impressive the, schools the same <laughs> you feel yeah like my parents were very much like thrusting me and i mean sasha you know it's like you're either a lawyer or a doctor mm -hmm. right and they were thrusting me into a position that i didn't want to be in and i failed miserably whereas you know queen elizabeth thrived but uh still uh the lucky bitch mm. and uh it's just one of those things where you're like i don't feel like i'm supposed to be here and maybe she didn't mm -hmm. but it didn't matter because here she is she has she to had be no way out now. yeah she had no way out yes and i mean even telling her uh her sister that because queen elizabeth was pregnant with charles at the time her sister could not announce her engagement until the child was born because it would just be too much of that on top of each other, where it was like, we only do one royal announcement at a time. And and then you're sacrificing the happiness of other people, right? And it's it's just that's And that's on you. Like what, you, you carry that as legacy. Yeah. That's what you do. You are first, mm -hmm. even though you put yourself second to England, but you are always first. Um, and uh, I, I don't know if I'm making sense, but I, I think it's just one of those things where it was, maybe it was divine right, I don't know, but maybe she was really supposed to be Queen of England and that's best for the country, but I really do think that she, I don't know if she didn't want the job, but it was just like, this is what you have to do. And everybody was like, what are you gonna not do this? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and I, I think that was a big responsibility, a big weight on her shoulders. Joe, what about what about you? What is your what are your feelings yeah. here as you're applying for the assistant job? Uh, well, so my feelings pre podcast uh, definitely were among the like if I'd see a magazine in the grocery store aisle talking about what was going on with the queen or whatever, I'd be like, who who cares? <laughs> like, what's going on? But in no different way than even if it's like Scott Stapp has a cheating frenzy with his, and I'm just <laughs> like, who cares about that? Um, but I also understand like there's celebrities that I care about or important figures that I follow. Like so I also, what's that? Kanye West. Kanye West, uh, Mike Kendall, you know, just oh different, Shout out. different people. So I, I also get it just on that level. So I'm just if people like it i i'm whatever about it but also i just don't know much about the queen already what you said is uh 
is at least interesting to me. I like that struggle of somebody who's like, here's this really hard lifestyle you have to now live. That's pretty intense. It's upsetting. Uh, much like the Kardashians, though. Oh. I mean, if we're being honest, uh, I don't know if Kylie and Kendall really wanted to be part of this family, but yet here we are. And you say they're, they're kind of thrust. The royalty of America at this point. I, I would say pretty close. I would say pretty close. <laughs> it seems yeah. like they're in, enjoying it. I'm sure they, <laughs> they're having no problems. She's sleeping on a mattress of billions, so I'm, I'm not worried about her when I put my head to the pillow. But, Your uh. tiara bearing head to the pillow. <laughs> so um, so you do watch Crown, like, The Crown, is it The Crown or Crown? Uh, the, the, the Crown, crown yeah, on Netflix, crown. right? Mm -hmm. And then what are your feelings? Because yes. sounds like you were already familiar with at least some sort of timeline for the family, right? For sure, for sure. And I think the, um, and thank you for asking, I think the way that I got into it, which you didn't ask about, Sasha, just, uh, just an intro, uh, <laughs> just an interview tip. Um, <clears throat> let's do it again. Correct me. Uh, thank you for asking, Sasha. The, the way I got into <laughs> the royal family was through probably, I think the first like, like note in my head was Princess Diana's death. Mm. And I was like, probably old enough to know, but not old enough to know about the royal family. But I was like some, that was when the entire world's eyeballs were on the royal family. I remember. And it was like, what is going on? And I think the fact that it, I think, first of all, it was Tony Blair. He was the prime minister at the time. It was Tony Blair's first day. And he had to make a, don't quote me on that. He had to make a statement that Princess Diana is dead to the entire of the UK, of the, of the world. Did he say, the queen has killed Princess Diana? Oh, I mean, uh, he, Princess he Diana like, he, go, he goes, did you see the snipers up there? <laughs> yeah, they took her out from the left. And I, I think it was... Uh, one of the first moments where we're like, oh, this is a big deal. Like, uh, we, I mean, we just grieved as a as a, a whole world together. And I, I think that sort of like lit something in my head where I'm like, this is better than a soap opera, if I'm being honest. Like, this is a real deal reality show. This is not scripted. This is, this is super real. And um, I, I think through that, I sort of, first of all, I hated uh, Queen Elizabeth because wow. at the time there was some controversy because she didn't put out a statement until many, many days later where she should have just done it um, like that day or you know, the, the next morning or something like that. And it was a very stiff sort of like, we'll miss her. You know, she, Diana was the, the you know, uh, uh, the princess that uh, the people loved and everything. And people just didn't buy it if we're being honest. Um, and I think that's where she grew a lot of sort of this like sourness, um, the, this sort of lack of empathy um, that people didn't want to see. And quite honestly, we, we were all hurting for Diana. We wanted her back. She was kind of like the shining light of uh, the, the monarch. She was kind of like the, the, new, the new hope for that um, sort of stiff, uh, you know, sort of unapproachable, like distant, yeah, pomp and circumstance and all that stuff. And you know, she was like, she was touching AIDS patients mm -hmm. in, in 1980 something when we didn't even know if like you could catch it or have a cure mm -hmm. or whatever. You know, it just 
she was she was just a, a ray of sunshine. And I, I think when we call her the people's princess, we really mean like she was the every woman, you know. Uh, and I, I think that was sort of what we lost. We, we lost that day. I'm saying we, the collective we, we the royal we. And that was kind of uh, Queen Elizabeth's uh, heel turn to where people kind Pretty of Pretty much, her, I think right? a, a lot of people, yeah. Was it bubbling up? Or maybe maybe you looked had to look at this later and look it up, but was it bubbling up like a clash between Diana and New Culture and uh, Queen Elizabeth leading up to that death? I mean, if I could do a whole nother podcast on Shut Up, I Love It, Diana, but uh, <laughs> there, there was always... And people who know uh, Diana's history and know the monarch and, and all this stuff, they know that I think uh, Queen Elizabeth said to Charles, her, her son, uh, Prince Charles, uh, she said, basically, you'll marry her. She's going to be quiet. You can do whatever you want on the side. And nobody's she has more to lose than you do, essentially. I think that was sort of the conversation in a nutshell. And it's gross and it's whatever. In some ways, good mom. In some ways, good mom. But I think she wasn't ready for Diana to be as received and loved and even more loved than she was and even more photographed than she was. And I I think there uh, was a bit of like a um, you should know your place sort of mentality uh when the queen was around and i mean rightfully so right you know but uh diana really just out outshined um the everybody in the family um in the, was that she, do you think that prompted some jealousy more than anything i don't know if it was jealousy i just think it was um you don't dare to do you don't dare doing something like that yeah, there was a bit of that in it too, but also it, I I think um yeah, it's it's hard because I I just don't think Queen Elizabeth ever liked Diana, so it wasn't anything that she did or didn't do. I I think it was just like, yeah, she'll do for now and, you know, let's just move on with our lives. Um but she didn't understand the impact that Diana would turn around and have um as, as far as swaying the entire world, not just, you know, the UK, I, I think she really had quite an effect on, on, on quite a lot of people. And um, I don't think the Royals were um, like emotionally intelligent for that. You know, she had more of that sort of like uh, motherly uh, kind of um, attitude towards her. And uh, not to mention she was very beautiful too, mm-hmm. um, on mm-hmm. the other hand, but uh I, I don't I don't know I that that's a weird one and and you know I we might not ever know but uh, I I just think that Diana was someone that they didn't think that they were going to have to deal with um, the way that they thought uh, when she kind of was first dating Charles and then she became the woman that she became and also you have to remember she was 20 years old when she married him nobody knows who they are you know 20 yeah. years old so. So I think it's important to ask how you, not, I think we know how, but why do you feel how you feel about Meghan Markle and maybe her husband, Prince Harry, as well? Um, okay. 
that is a loaded oh question. My God. Okay. Oh my God. And Meghan Markle, oh my God. Right. if you are listening Which to this, I would love a writing job on, on Suits if I could get one. But <laughs> if you know Great guy, show. Fantastic me. show. Um, here's the deal. She got married into a very strange situation. And strange meaning for Americans. For a girl from who grew up in Los Angeles. Kind of Canada Park. And going to marry a prince. I think in her head, she was like, this is great. Like, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I'm going to have all the everything at every moment. Do I... Do I care for the paparazzi and the tabloids calling her the N-word oh. over there? No. Disgusting. Mm -hmm. I think she got a lot of flack. I think she got the, the wrong kind of press, whereas Kate Middleton did not get that kind of press because she was from an upper mm -hmm. crust family. It seemed like the right fit. Mm -hmm. She's doing all the right things. She's basically a Oh my god! I feel like I'm gonna get hit on or something. Like somebody's gonna kill me for saying <laughs> stuff about the Royal Family. But I think she, I think Kate Winslet does all the right things, and she that's Middleton or rather. Okay, oh, so Kate does Kate on, Winslet. Can we just yeah, you, bring her not wrong, right not a wrong <laughs> statement. <laughs> I just got all my 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 British Kates mixed up in my head. A lot of Kates but, out there. But I I think also on the other side of the coin. You know, you married into this family. You knew it was going to be weird. Like you either mm. shut up or put up, and shut that's what and love you it are. or don't. You, that's what you are as a a royal quote unquote princess, or when you marry into this family, you you have to be kind of a robot. Mm. And I don't think she was willing to be a robot. And you know what? Good on them. They uh, they pulled out. If, if that's what they want that that's fine she has her baby now um kate has padded the deck with like her three kids four kids or whatever she has now um wow. and you know uh megan's child is never going to be king okay so i think it's just one of those things where if they're happy let them be happy but also it's like you couldn't just stick it out like, I, I don't know. I, it, I, just... it, I felt the same way just as the, the person reading magazine covers throughout it all at the at grocery stores where I was like, yeah, well, you can't just be like, I'm going to be part of this big thing that's way bigger than me. Oh, I'm going to pull out and drag someone with me out of it. It's like, no, that's I mean... shitty. If if you thought Yoko Ono was bad, you know, Meghan Markle mm -hmm. broke up the band. Mm -hmm. And I, I think there was something there where we're just like, there was a collective like, oh, uh, okay. And there were, there were how many girls in line that would have just shut up and put up and been like the best princess ever, you know, and given a, given Prince Harry a family and all this stuff. And not to say that he's a catch. Okay. Mm -hmm. But it's just that sort of thing where there was like other British, I think that the whole collective country was like, there are British girls you could have married and you married this one. And she kind of, you know, and of course they're being racist always at, at the same time. However, mm -hmm. exactly. However, to have a half black 
uh, blood in the monarch is so progressive. It's so great. I think this is uh, the the way that we should be progressing. We can't be inbred all the time, right? I hope yeah. not. And I think for Prince Harry to kind of like step out of the box a little bit and Meghan Markle, she's very pretty. She's she's gorgeous. She's a humanitarian. I, I've heard her uh, speak on numerous things and she's smart. I, I know she has it in her. It was just like a it was just kind of a, a different move and we weren't ready for it. And I think maybe we'll be on the right side of history later. But um, it, it, it was sort of like you kind of. I, I can't help but say you kind of, you know, you kind of married into this and you kind of knew what it was. It was and... interesting to me because just like observing from far away, because it seemed like cool, very cool, this American girl, like mixed girl, like she or, or yeah, I don't know if she's mixed or black, but she she marries the prince. So that's very mm -hmm. cool and progressive. For sure. Then things get like a little tense i think within she gets a little bored and she realizes that her life is completely organized she's like a chess piece on this yeah. you know has to wear pantyhose too uh, which i mean sasha you and i would just i mean i wore a good it. share that, of my, that would be enough i wore a good share of my <laughs> pantyhose back in back in siberia uh, we all did but i mean that would be enough to make me i know go, go cuckoo and then um and then I uh, <laughs> shut up. I love it. Pantyhose. But uh, but <laughs> find I, <laughs> the person. Is there somebody out there? Yeah. If you are listening and you're a fan, please, we, you have an open invitation. And then and, and then she comes, you know, she and Harry come to America and it seems yes. like, OK, things are going to be quiet now. They're going to just settle and live like maybe family life, like we're maybe, you know, in contact with her family and all that mm -hmm. good stuff. And then what I see is a lot of it, like she's trying to become this like a different person, like approachable, like royalty, where there's just like, if you go and like go news, Meghan Markle, you see it's like her like podcast remarks about, you know, like telling her personal essays and personal stories. And a lot of it seems like a little bit looking for a lot of attention, like. Well, she's an actress, so I think that's like, it's too many things. <laughs> you already have, you want them to accept like a, a, a biracial person in their family. That's already asking a lot, as fucked up as that is. But then you're like, oh, and she's a Hollywood actress. <laughs> you're like, okay. Divorce, divorcee as well, right? Yeah. Wasn't she? It, yes. It, yeah. So you have all the, it's like way too much progress for those people at once <laughs> like the, the actress thing is just too much full full circle if we're being honest um queen elizabeth only is queen elizabeth because her uncle was wanted to marry a divorcee and then she did not let her sister princess margaret marry a divorcee but Prince Harry gets to marry a divorcee and then they kind of pull themselves out of it. It's very strange. It's very that strange. That could be just that one reason that one of the many reasons why why the, the, the queen feels like there's all this beef between her and Harry and Meghan because Meghan is a divorcee. It's probably like another thing they have to deal with. You know what though, Sasha, it's really interesting. I don't know if there's beef between Queen Elizabeth and Meghan. Uh, I think the beef is between William and Kate and Harry and Meghan. Wow. And I think there there was something that, I think there were words said between the two brothers um, especially like when Megan came into the mix and 
I've, I've read all the articles on this and there's not really a clear answer, but it, it sounds like they didn't want Megan in the family and Harry just went to like the ropes for her for and rightfully Good so it's the woman he loves mm -hmm. exactly. And I, I think there was, there was some sort of bad blood there and that's why they just kept moving farther and farther apart from each other. And um, it, it's sad it's sad that when that happens, but hopefully time will heal everything. But uh, of course, behind closed doors, we don't know what happens. We didn't know what happened. Um, we speculate. We can only speculate. And we, yeah, exactly. I mean, like I said, to be a fly on the wall, but it's, it's just so juicy. The whole drama, everything. I can only imagine like when Charles, okay, you guys, when Queen Elizabeth dies, even Prince Philip, I am taking the entire week off of work, what? whatever I'm doing. I'm serious. I, I am going to be watching her funeral live, the procession, the everything. That is going to be a national holiday for myself. Why, why do you want her to die? It's a national holiday. I don't want her to die. No, I'm just when, you when, when. She, when she does. No, but I mean and like a national holiday or day of mourning is what I'm asking. I think there might be in the UK, oh, right, because a sort of like Memorial right. Day for her for the rest of, uh, mm -hmm. I mean, everything. Um, I, I think just because she's made such an impact on people um, and been such a part of people's lives. But when Charles becomes king, <clears throat> he's, he's damn near like 75. I, I just, I don't know if he is going to kind of surrender the crown to Prince William or like I want to see what happens then does he really think that he's you know able and willing to run a country his mom has been running a country yeah. he, he hasn't been running but he's been anything. thinking about it every like for however many decades imagine because it's like oh your God. mom is 55 you probably like I don't know if she's gonna live long you know that's <laughs> yeah. it's like once he gives the middle age you're like I you guess you gotta be ready you gotta be ready He's you gotta be you gotta be guns blazing and i just don't think he knows or i don't think he has the here here's the thing he knows i don't think he has the stamina uh that's required because you know good old liz she's liz. been she's been rolling in this she she's non-stop biscuits like, like just knows. like sugar rush walking around like you know just with her tiny little she knows feet nothing back else. and forth you know she she's knows. on autopilot exactly. got her hat exactly yes. yeah not autopilot. um and when I say she's a bad bitch, and like, I don't know if we have time or how long this podcast is supposed to go for, but like, I mean, this woman has been shot at. She's had um, her daughter kidnapped. Um, she is the only woman in the UK to drive without a license. She does not have a license. When I say capital Q, queen, okay this is capital q u e e n not not no w's okay in this queen she is the number one i mean could the you imagine mm -hmm. like she, it's like good old uh q q e2 is, is waiting in the fourth period line in johnson's driver's ed class where he's going to teach her about k turns like no she's she's the queen if she wants to go in anything if she wants to fly a plane she can like go 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 for it right. could, do I mean, you think she could uh shoot someone in the middle of times square and get away with it 
Absolutely. Well, not Times Square. I think she could shoot somebody. Piccadilly um, Square. In, in, yeah, Piccadilly Circus. Yeah, for sure. And, <laughs> a couple of and clowns. just be like, me. Shoot a couple just, of like, clowns. Smoking down. gun, like, me? No, mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, but she's also, uh, th there's some things that I love about her where she uh, was a technician in world war ii she signed up for this like women's um like auxiliary uh territorial service and she was like fixing cars she was pulling a couple of plugs right her parents were like you can't just be like this daughter of a king and not do anything for world war ii so she was like all right i'll you know join this some sort of service and i'll like fix stuff and it was, it was great <laughs> you know and wow. um, she also kept her last name when she married Prince Philip. Which so is what? they weren't, they were Windsors. Mm. And I think that sort of was a, a bit of a breaking point in their marriage too, where he was like, well, then who am I kind of thing. Um, and it's uh, sort of, uh, they, they had a little bit of a rocky road in the beginning, but you know, she did also keep Obey in her, uh, her wedding vows to him. And um, I, I think it's just, it was just hard at that time to be a woman and then also to ask to be a queen, uh, a, a position that princes and kings have held. Um, and to be the, the in a long time since Victoria, the one of the first in that century uh, women to be in power, I, I think she had a lot of growing pains. And I, I really do kind of, I, I, I kind of, not empathize i sympathize with that um and i would and say yeah like in the the how many years has she served 70 she's, she's going into her 69th year so 69 years that's actually i bet a longer 69 years than victoria's mm -hmm. 69 years because think of just the advancements we've had like that this mm -hmm. queen she's has had to everything. deal with yeah mm -hmm. The robots that are serving her right now like really yeah crazy. she's like mm -hmm. i guess there's robot uber now and robot postmates right she's seen everything and not that postmates probably comes to buckingham palace but <laughs> you know she 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 has a cell phone now i bet um mm. and uh you know she's on the TikTok all the time uh but all the time uh, too much all the time. <laughs> she's, she's addicted just posting guys. content like 24 7. <laughs> It's incredible. Um, I mean, this is this is a lot. Of, I'm learning a lot. I've learned a lot. I I hope they were the the correct a lot because uh, don't quote me on everything. Don't come for me, don't guys. Come for Elizabeth. I, I just <laughs> comments were expressed here that were condoned by the you know shut up I love it podcasters. So write to them. Yeah, and, write to uh, us. They made me say everything. Oh, you hate s yeah. send all the hate mail to us. <laughs> And uh, send all the high fives slash we love yous to uh, Elizabeth, who uh, exactly. served at the Supreme Court of the United States. My, you got it. Who died in September. But, you know, nonetheless. Uh, well, that's incredible. So now we're moving into the last part of the podcast. Sure. Where we each get to rate the current subject of this episode, which is the Queen Elizabeth II. So the way it works is that each of us you would go last because you were the most special of us all three in this episode, Elizabeth. But each of us will rate Queen Elizabeth against a different um, 
something. It could be a person. It could be um, your favorite food. Whatever makes sense to you, and then you elaborate and explain it to us. The scale is uh, is ten points. Um, the other thing on the scale could be one, or could be ten, or could be seven. It's more of the comparison and the relation that we're going f- after to see how they work. For sure. Mm-hmm. Joe, do you have a scale? All right, I think I do. <laughs> I am going to go with. Uh, Chris Jenner <laughs> as my scale, and let's say Chris Jenner is an eight. She's a boss. She does it. She leads a dynasty. So where does that leave Queen Elizabeth the second? Um, I think. It, oh, it's not. It's, it, <laughs> You don't Sorry, get that was answer. that was, was you re- will get into that was rhetorical. Just <laughs> what? For, okay. uh, just prepare for a blow. Well, she she's a Caitlin on this scale, I think, right? Or wherever that leads. The, uh, this is very confusing. The scale system. So just 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 it just watch Elizabeth. It barely let it, makes let sense. It happen. Queen Elizabeth the second is a seven. Hmm. Um, and before this conversation, I think I would have. Uh, Gave her a two. Wow. So th- I did, I, That's a I big jump. A, yeah, I do have a lot more respect for this queen now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will say that. But still, no Chris Jenner. Wow. And look, I am going to follow right in your steps, Joe. Because we mentioned the Kardashians. They are sort of the closest we come to the royalty in America. So I would also take Kris Jenner. I had to look her up just for a second just to make sure she's the right one. Because <laughs> as you can tell, I know not that much about the Kardashians. <laughs> but um, Chris, okay, Chris Jenner for me would be a two. Like one would be if she was like murdering people. And two is because I don't know if she's good for us uh, to look up to. Like I still am not convinced. Uh, so she uh, would be a two. And compared to her, Queen Elizabeth would be a seven as well. So seven as well for me on that scale. And I think she went up for sure for me after this conversation. Because, um, yeah, I really, I really, I, I kind of, I kind of buy into the story more of she had no choice and she had to just kind of do her best and she really did do her best. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I really like It's a that. good story. Yeah, it's a good story. What about you, Elizabeth? Okay. Um, I'm going to go the route of the Kardashians and... Um, Joe, it sounds like you are a Kardashian historian. Not, not as much as it might sound like, but certainly I, I enjoy them. Okay, so this might be a little inside baseball, but on a Todd Crane's uh, scale, I would give Queen Elizabeth, if he was a three, I would give Queen Elizabeth a ten. Todd Cranes. I don't know Todd Cranes. But I'm so. looking him up as we speak, and I just see some guy on Instagram. You don't know Todd Cranes. Auntie Chris. Chris, it's Todd Cranes. Scott, D- you guys, do I have to come on for another episode? I mean, you have to. <laughs> Swear to God. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's uh, Scott, something involved with Scott Disick. Scott so Disick used to call Chris Jenner, like prank call her, and pretend he was this guy named Todd Cranes. And he... <laughs> 
I thought we were going really inside baseball. No, I, I'm not quite that big of a fan. Let me let me um, change my answer then. You can have I, another. Or maybe scale. I, maybe I should just leave it. Okay. I, I think I, I think for me, the HRH, you know, the queen is ten out of ten. So in any scale. And that's amazing because I, you know, and my knowledge grew so significantly that uh, seven is probably the closest she'll ever come in my life journey, but it is pretty high up because all I knew about her, the closest I ever come to kind of Mm -hmm. getting to know who she is was from when I was used to edit on conspiracy theories with Jesse Ventura. And one of the episodes was about lizard people, the reptilians by David (laughs) Icke. And there was a lot of footage that I had to slow down where she's licking her lips AKA the proof <laughs> that she's one of the reptilians. She and she might be. She it's might proof. be. It's, I mean, we haven't seen a lizard and her in the same uh, place twice. So I, I mean, we, we don't know. It, she might still be a lizard person. But um, yeah, I mean, if if nothing else, like it, I mean, all jokes aside and everything, I I really do uh, think that she's kind of uh, a cool cat, and uh, I I think she's also someone that. Um, further down the line will appreciate more um, for what she mm-hmm. what she did and what she accomplished. But well, I, well, I hope for your sake, if no one, no one else's, she lives a longer, long and healthy life, even longer I, than it makes sense. No, no kidding. And you guys, if you just send flowers to my door the day she died, I mean, like, I, you know, throw <laughs> money and stuff at me, but still, like, I'm going to need all the help I can get. Okay. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, we, clinical depression is nothing on this. So, um, but basically that's that's the the legacy she's going to leave behind is that this this elizabeth the third is upset for that elizabeth yeah yeah <laughs> well elizabeth the third slash supreme court justice that passed passed away in 2020 would you tell you. i don't know why it's probably too soon guys i don't know why we're to keep doing this terrible it's jokes too soon, too it's, soon. Too it's never going to be not too soon why did i even travis i swear i'm texting him right now <laughs> I swear to God. Elizabeth, while I you're texting him, can you tell us if there's anything on the internet people can find you or follow or anything people should know about you? Maybe some personal oh, information. No, no, no. I don't want people finding me, not after I, I slam <laughs> They will Queen find you. Markle. No, no, no. Oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> come at me. Come at me if you need to. <laughs> Joe, you what? You got to do some deep dives. <laughs> Joe, uh, would you take the heat and tell us where people can find you? Yeah, check it out, Joe Cabello on Twitter, at Joe Cabello. And right now, the Kickstarter pre-launch page is either up or it's actually started, the Kickstarter did. Yeah, for my uh, started, new. I think it's started. Probably already started by the time this episode goes out. So go to my uh, Twitter and find it. Please donate five bucks to get over 60 on, pages people. of five comic. Bucks. It's too good, and I need it wow. to succeed. So go check it out. Awesome. And follow us, please, y'all, on on Twitter and Instagram and maybe Facebook. I can't remember. Ed, shut up. I love it. One. So just do that. And also, like, click on a few stars when you go on this little iTunes, you know? We love we to love see it. it. We love it. Well, thank you so much, Elizabeth, for coming on to this podcast. Did I do better than Aaron and Carlton? That's all I want to know. You did uh, better than Carlton and worse than... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's hard to do as good as Aaron because he's one of the most listened to episodes for some reason. On this show, I don't uh, know why. Not yet. I don't know why. Not yet. Okay. Yeah, not yet. All right. That's um, fine. It's it's a it's a contest now. But it's also right. easy I, to I do better it. than Carlton. Oh. So. 
Carlton, if you're listening, <laughs> he's listening if, right now. If Shout you're out. listening, I I don't condone this type of talk about you, but I'll let Carlton, it Carlton, next time I'm going to do a Mandy Moore. Shut up. I, I hate it. And we'll, we'll figure it out later. But Joe, thanks for hosting with me. Um, Elizabeth Salud, another Elizabeth. Thank you for doing such a great artwork. And thank you guys for having me so it, much. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Elizabeth III. And finally, I wanted to see you guys check out Mr. Owl's website. Um, it's listed on our episode description. Mr. Owl is also known as Bry Walker, who wrote this amazing track for our podcast. And we very much love him and appreciate his talents. And thank you all for listening.